Welcome back, beautiful people. Today is part two of Love and Connection, the second installment. If you've enjoyed the series of different conversations I've been having with you, please don't forget to subscribe. But as we go back into the subject of love and connection, how's your week been? What new things did you discover about where you were in terms of how you relate to another person in relationships? Drop your comments so we can share and grow together. So let me remind you of the housekeeping. As I said, please don't forget, you can catch me on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook for positive vibes. So don't be shy, drop your comments and let's continue this conversation offline. Let's get into and open the door to part two of today's show of The Core on Love and Connection, the second instalment. Where were we? We were talking about the positivity of, you know, moving into the positive aspects of how to maintain a love connection. So according to Alison Mandel of lifehack.org, she wrote an article called How to Love Your Partner Unconditionally but in a Healthy Way. We were talking earlier about having healthy relationships and, you know, the last point we, we, we focused on was um, be the first to apologise. Um, I've given you my take on um, when to apologise, who to apologise and why to apologise um, in the sense of does that person respect you enough? And if you are going to apologise, do you actually mean it? So an, a, an area that Alison Mandel talks about is embrace every moment together. Now, embracing moments with somebody who you're in a very close relationship with is is important if you remember when we spoke about vulnerability and the medical intuitive caroline mace you know she says this day will never come again so whoever you're with and however dear they are to you every day we live that moment will not come again so embracing every moment is such a breathtaking term if you think about when you look at the person that you care for a huge lot just laughing watching tv is a moment eating together is a moment going to the cinema together is a moment so embrace it so Alison um, writes, understand the fact that love is filled with ups and downs. Don't we know it? Welcome into your heart every single part of it. The happiness, the romance, the adventures, the home in pyjamas time, the jokes, the laughter, the disagreements, the sadness, the tears and all of the unknowns in between. Now love is perfect, but the bad is just as, as much a part of the love as the good. I agree with her. You know, embracing the moment is the only way you can enjoy life. And, you know, when you have arguments where somebody was overdoing it or acting really silly and you've gone past it, um, you can have a laugh at your own behavior or their behavior. You know, you can laugh about it because when you don't hold grudges or malice in your heart, it is so easy to apologize and to embrace every moment. 
She goes on to say she strike a balance and have mutual respect now. Mutual respect in the culture I was raised in or respect is very, very high on our agendas in the African culture. You know, we respect well, we should respect our elders. I think um, I'm some points at some points in disagreements if they're not behaving accordingly. But again, that's conditional, you see. So, you know, as I say, we're all a work in progress. And I think we need to be aware that striking a balance um, with somebody. So, you know, when I was saying earlier about if you and your friend want to go out or partner go out, every few weeks or date night or every few months you have to share the responsibility of who chooses um what to do so divvy up the tasks chores and responsibilities in a relationship even if it means making a spreadsheet this is what Alison's saying i don't know if i've got the time but i wish all of you luck who even have got that thought process going on Maybe that means having one simple conversation. Either way, after you've figured out the balance in your relationship, don't keep score. Now, scores are quite dangerous because people tend to compare why something has happened or hasn't happened. And I think that's quite dangerous. You know, oh, but you said you're going to da 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 da. If I would say if you are consistently having to have the same conversation, about something that is not going right I think that's where you need to um, really take it have a sit down and not bring it up in a very casual way because it's the same thing and that brings frustration so making compromises is also having um, striking a balance but also having respect for what's important to the other person you know it's not compromising all the time but sometimes because you both have to compromise for each other you know respect is a big thing i think it's how you know if you say you're going to be somewhere meet your partner you don't turn up or you're you know always late i think that's quite disrespectful personally and i also think <clears throat> sorry i got a frog in my throat i also think um if you are if you say you're going to um, do something where it's really important for you to be present for that person, then do that. You know, striking a balance and having mutual respect is something on so many levels that will definitely maintain um, a loving relationship. Another thing she goes on to say is believe in you and your partner because you both deserve happiness or believe that you and your partner both deserve happiness. So if you truly love your partner, friend, parent, child, whoever, you can choose to make it work. Believing you are both worthy of happiness will put you in the right direction. And I have to agree with Alison, you know, without respecting each other's um, <clears throat> direction in life, you do struggle to want happiness for each other. And I think, you know, knowing that you're both, you know, on the same journey in different ways, but connected, you will see that it will con consistently flourish. Happiness, happiness for someone else is a level of unconditional love because 
you know if you can be happy for your partner and you're trying to get a job and they're trying to get their dream job and they land their dream job know that it's only a matter of time for you to also get to the place that you're going to get to because you've got that support you feel secure and you are vulnerable with how you're feeling about your own process you can't be in a relationship and be competitive that's very dangerous and I say this because being competitive with your partner <laughs> don't be partners just don't be partners it's not something you can um, make changes to if you are a very competitive person and it doesn't go right you're when you're in a relationship being happy for somebody allows them to be even more vulnerable to you so they know they there's they you know you're their safe place they can come and say to you you know i've had the worst day or um you know i i really want to quit my job and i'm a bit concerned because i don't know if we have enough funds and you know you sit down you work out a plan you know unconditional love is not ignoring the trials and tribulations that come with combining two lives into one but rather than rather th rather accepting them as part of a relationship as a whole unconditional love is what makes you want to stay and work on the relationship but remember it needs to be mutual unconditional love because if one person has conditional love and the other one has unconditional love you have an unbalanced relationship relationships are not um pastimes you know like you are what you eat when you put the work in you see the results in the relationship you know so take that into consideration when you are trying to motivate your partner and they're going through a tough time but I would say to you as well, if someone's going through a tough time, you're in a relationship, you know, I'm just using a romantic relationship as an example right now. But if you are in a relationship, you should be honest with the person, but not feed them. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be. And it's not. OK, one thing about being happy for someone is also not lying to them. If you respect your partner, telling them the truth is important for example i know i can't sing like beyonce so x factor is out for me so i have no problem with someone close to me saying please do not sing again okay because i know what it sounds like so and that's love you know you know if sometimes you see a group of girls go out right and one of them just looks a little bit disheveled to say the least and all their friend, all the other girls look amazing that's not unconditional love because if you care about your friend you will tell her you know i think we need to sort out your outfit because it's not looking hot you know or your hair's a bit jacked up you know you need to be real with your friends so happiness is wanting the best for your friends so if you are going out all of the girls collectively look they're just completely on point from their shoes to their outfit to their hair to their makeup and that's what unconditional love to me is is wanting good for somebody without having to diminish yourself
because a lot of people think if you give someone love or you are happy for someone you lose something that that is a myth you gain so much more self-love because you are able to love without expectation We just left off on believing you and your partner both deserve happiness. So I'm going to leave my top tips or my the, the, the millennial coaches pennies worth of what I would expect people to be doing if they want to maintain their love connection. Whether you're a man, woman, child, parent, you know, whoever your attachment theory relationship is with tell them that you love them I think sometimes people don't know how to receive that I love you because culturally some people were not raised to speak a love language you've had to learn it and if you've discovered today that you can learn it don't be scared to try to um, make some amendments to how you communicate and it will be a little bit intimidating in the beginning because with any relationship when you are trying something new or you're trying to build your confidence it tends to start off with fear I think fear is something that in relationships we don't realize how it holds us in the same place so you've got to consider just trying to do something slightly different okay so be less fearful and it's not always as straightforward as people think, but I personally wouldn't be too worried about that because if you're somebody who wants to change, you'll start doing different things. As they say, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So that's my top tip is just tell the person that you love them. I think leaving surprise notes in someone that you love's coat bag or lunchbox is actually quite a fun way to keep that love connection. I've done that before. It's actually been quite funny because someone said, oh, I didn't, um, I didn't see, I didn't see it. So I'm like, yeah, it's not a big deal. I just thought it would be nice to do. So if you are somebody who um, wants to try something different, don't be scared to... Um, experiment with the right person clearly i think you need to um make sure that that person and yourself are in you know are in a place where you're comfortable enough to do such things so leave a note a little surprise love note in um that person's bag or coat or Sometimes it's not even just leaving a note. It's just sending, you know, we have our little WhatsApp. Sometimes you have a break at work um, and you want to send like a friend or just send send a message to someone. Just tell them or thank them for something they've done. You know, so I would encourage you all tomorrow on your lunch break. Just send one message to someone who who you haven't spoken to for a while. And you want to maintain that love connection and just let them know that you're thinking of them. And I can guarantee you they'll be so chuffed that you even made the effort. Because nowadays, you know, having a connection with someone is becoming less of an effort because of the digital age that we're living in. So if we're having those issues, I think we need to really take that into consideration and understand that we need to go back to the traditional way of communicating and phoning them.
And if you do send them a message, try and catch up with them on the weekend over a phone call. It'll probably be one of the best things you've done in a while. You might laugh a lot. So another thing is, the third thing I think is important to maintain a love connection is even if you don't agree, let that person know that you respect what they're saying. And I say this because we're never always going to agree. Never. And if we all um, took on the behavior of, I don't care, where does that leave us when we're trying to now build something? So respecting someone's decision in an argument or however you're having that conversation, I think that's going to help with how you impact the relationship um, because then they know that they can say something even if you don't agree but their point of view is still respected spend time with just you and your other half at least three times a year even if it's your friends I've got really cool friends and we go away probably two or three times a year and it's it's just and honestly we do absolutely nothing we'll probably I remember the last time a friend of mine we had fun in Glastonbury when at Glastonbury clearly wasn't on because there is no way in heck I'm going to be in mud you know mm -mm. That is just never going to happen. I think glamping has been the best thing since sliced bread when it comes to um, <laughs> the countryside. So um, going away three times a year is also um, a healthy way to balance, you know, as I say, getting to know each other. And it, again, it doesn't necessarily have to be your romantic partner. It could be, you know, you and your mum haven't spent some time together because you've been working a lot um, and you just need to reconnect. So that's really important for you to, to take into consideration. Having fun, I think this is something that's already been mentioned through the research, but I think that is really the ultimate um one of the ultimate catalysts for staying connected is having fun, making an appointment in your life to have fun. We don't make enough appointments to have fun. We have make enough appointments to stay in bed and sleep, um, i.e. myself. Um, but we need to have more appointments having fun. So if you are looking for love, have fun going on different types of dates, you know, as you know, I said last week about, you know, if someone invites you to a party, get your glad rags on and go out. Even if you don't know anyone, you have to go by yourself. You've, if you want to win, you've got to get in the game. So same as a romantic relationship. If you want it to be strong, you want it to be healthy. I definitely would encourage you to make some changes to how you choose to have fun because sitting in front of the TV on a Saturday night is not always having fun. Um, and I would, uh, you know, one of my other thoughts is spending time with each other's families. So even if it's your friend or, you know, I love going to see my cousin when she's in, in the area um, and she's at her parents' house. It's so much fun. We just have fun, you know, it's like we get together, we chit chat, we, you know, we laugh together, we eat together. Um, so 
making it an appointment in your life fun is really important and visiting each other's families is important because you can see everyone is well a relative of mine said to, had said to me um the reason i come to you know come and see your parents is because i want to see for myself with my own eyes that they are well so that is something how many people would say that they could completely stand in their truth and say they've made an effort to go to someone's house they haven't seen and they really want to maintain that love connection of friendship or siblingship or whatever it is and they've gone clean two hour journey to go and see them how many people can say they do that so going to see making the effort to see family members and you know staying connected like that and if you're in a relationship making the effort to go to each other's um, families is important because when you marry somebody you're not just married to them but you're married to their entire family i know some people do not want to um acknowledge that but you are actually stuck <laughs> with the in-laws so christmas is coming so good luck to you lot um <laughs> but no on a serious note um you got to spend time with each other's families and I think one thing I asked um, a really close relative of mine is how do you maintain your connection? And she just said, you just tell, tell the truth. You know, she said, as much as it will burn you or hurt you, you have to tell each other the truth. You know, and as they say, the truth does set you free. How free? is down to you because in this life we choose the scars that we have on our hearts and if you don't forgive or you don't um let go you can't move on to the next so just telling the truth you know with respecting what that person says is always going to be you know a bonus so don't feel that you can't speak your truth don't feel you can't speak your truth. Connections don't just, you know, we talk, I've spoken a lot about romantic connections and family connections, but what about your work connections? Because we spend literally most of our life at work. If you think about leaving home and getting home, if you get home, if you left home at eight o'clock and you got home at seven o'clock, you've literally got four or five hours to actually do something for yourself so will you you know does the relationships at work have respect and mutual respect and you know obviously you're there to earn a crust but at the same time how do you um maintain a connection it doesn't trust me a love connection at work i think might be challenging unless you're both in love and you're going to get married but if it's not a love relationship how do you maintain your connections at work you know um like a normal relationship you communicate communication um is like air for us humans but the reason we suffer is because we don't communicate so that means we're not um breathing from our throat chakra those of you that know all about the chakras and so communication really impacts the way we all interact with people all of us 
if you're trying to date somebody, what you have to do, you have to communicate what you're looking for. If you are trying to um, get on a plane, you need to communicate if you can't find your seat. So you sit in the seat that has been appointed to you. If you're lost, you're going to ask for directions if your phone has died and you can't use Google Maps. So communication to maintain any connection really is one of the fundamental elements of moving forward and maintaining a love connection or a connection of any description. Okay, guys, that's all we've got time for today. I hope you've taken a lot from how to communicate effectively through love and connection. This is our second installment of this series. I hope you've also thought about where you are in your love language, love relationships, and within yourself, how much are you in love with you? It's not just the outward love that we need to demonstrate. We need to also demonstrate the internal. So as you've heard my points, and I thank you for sticking around and hearing the conclusion, I hope that you have a wonderful week ahead and I'll be back next week with yet another topic. But don't forget, you can reach me on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. I'm not always active because I'm working, but I am trying to be as active as possible. But don't forget to subscribe and get this podcast automatically loaded into your app. Okay, my loves, take care. Bye-bye.